All right, welcome back. This is Stoppage Time with Footwork, highlighting some of the best moments from episodes. This week, we sit down with professional soccer player Christina Maxuti. She is currently playing for SV Meppen in Germany's first Bundesliga. In this stoppage time, we talk about Christina's move to Australia, advice for young bowlers, being grateful but never settled, balancing doubt and confidence, and what direction Christina is headed. And join the club at footwork.club, the one-stop shop for everything footwork. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. What was it? What was mentally? What was your intentions from going to? Did you have it in mind? Like maybe this is a place where I can kind of reinvent myself, or do you want to go on trials, or was it like I'm just going to switch my setting for a little bit and just kind of see what happens? Yeah, I, it really, I had no intentions behind it. I think it was more, if I'm going to be honest with myself, like a like a running away moment. I felt really overwhelmed because I was a very intense kid about playing professional soccer. I think. I was not one of those kids who didn't know what they wanted to be. I was like, like a Halloween, I was a soccer player and you know, everything. And so to finish like college, the way I finished it, which was like, yeah, we went to like the conference finals, but personally it was, you know, it wasn't where I wanted to be going into an NWSL draft or, you know, feeling like a top prospect. And it was just, didn't know what to do with my life. And I just, yeah, I can't, there's not a lot of thinking that went into it. And I just, wanted to go get space and so I needed to go to the furthest place in the planet which was literally to Australia so I needed space and I think I just wanted to be not a football player for a little bit and to see what that was like and to meet people that didn't know me as as that and so I think it allowed me to come back into the game like on my own terms and to see and to like dip my toe in the water where if you're back home you dip your toe in the water maybe everyone you know has an opinion or you know this and that and it's kind of like oh well, if I messed up at training or had a bad game like my family wouldn't know my friends wouldn't know the coaches and you know so it was more just about it ended up bringing me back to football but it was more just about myself and you know I love beaches I love traveling and you know and so I just threw it all into one experience and booked a one-way ticket and then left so beautiful i love that as i think about it now i don't know how i i don't i don't know if i would do it if i would do it but at the time i just think i blacked out and then did it but i mean it's kind of like you said is like the the mind state that you were in at that time really called for something like that like i think it's hard to kind of empathize with that now because you're not in that situation oh that is such a good point so like that person back then had to do something like that and had to change had to kind of just flip the switch rewire a little bit Whoa, that was profound <laughs> Thank I'm, gonna, you. No, I'm gonna remember that that, that was actually that's a really good take i've never thought about that i mean just coming like especially with american players coming out of college wanting to go pro we kind of touched on it before or at least yeah. wanting to try it seeing where it can take them traveling and all of this stuff what kind of advice would you give them for how to go about it there there's nothing that you cannot figure out there is nothing you cannot figure i did everything i was my own agent i was i would yeah there's not anything if you want something it's very cliche but if you want to do something there's not many things i wanted to do like i wasn't obsessed with math or science or this and that but i've always wanted to be a professional footballer and so i took an interest in all of the capacities and so whatever it took for me to become that i was going to do so yeah, I would 
knew how many foreigners were on each team without an EU passport. I knew who was being traded. I knew I was my own agent. Or if I had an agent, I would send clips to him every single game. And I would tell him, email this person. I'd find every single email of every single club that I wanted to go to in the top five leagues. When I was 17, I think I made a list of the top five teams in the top 10 countries in Europe. And, you know, gave it to my dad. It was like, I want to play here and this and that. So, yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't until as a women's footballer, you don't have the luxury or like, a, you know, to maybe put your hand up and say, hey, go do this for me. But I didn't mind because I wanted to make all my decisions and I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So if you're a young girl coming out of college, there is not one thing that you can't find on the Internet to figure out how to do what you want to do. When I was getting my visa for Australia, I just Googled it. You know, I just what did I need? Which documents? And, you know, so. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. It's don't available. Pe- it's available, yeah. people. Yeah, no. don't be stressed. And you know, I was doing like ten jobs at once for myself. You know, most of the time, very rarely did I have an agent that did something a hundred percent for me. You know. Yeah, but sometimes if I think that's could... Sorry, really important. Talk. That um, sometimes you do all of that on your own because you you have a different commitment to it. Mm-hmm. You know, where if you just say, "Hey, can you get me on a team?" and the agent does everything. You're less uh, involved with the process. But once you get to the team, you knew how much was involved to get yourself there, that you have a different level of drive than maybe someone else who had it maybe a bit easier. Yeah, I think for me now, I'd I'd like my my brother's my agent now. So he, you know, like I think now I'm more like, I don't want to know anything about the visa process. I don't want to know anything about this and that. But I think my goal was to get to that point. You know, I think in the beginning I knew everything because it was either that or bust. And so I think you have to look at yourself realistically and see where you are. And if you are a top 10 prospect, then go ahead and get the agent and let them do the work. You deserve that. I'm not saying that someone doesn't, but I had to be honest with myself and realize, okay, well, there was no plan B if I wanted to be playing over here. It was you figure it out or you sit in, in the couch in, in the living room. So just be realistic and and that's that. I think that what I wanted, what I always thought was that if I get to this place, then I'll be happy, then I will relax. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a moment not too long ago before I signed to North, or after I came home from North Carolina, that I just felt like that was all a lie. Mm-hmm. And it sounds easy now, but when you're living it, you as a as like as you guys know as professional athlete, you think, oh, I get to Bayern Munich, my life is set. I'll chill then. But if you are good enough to get there, then your mind will not chill and you will not rest and you will always be looking at the next thing. And so, I think it comes it comes with realism. So I think that at my age now, with my maturity, I can be really happy and present and fulfilled in methane, but I also can be that way because I'm playing at the highest level and I'm playing in a league that I love and I respect that's amazing. And I think when I was stressed and I wasn't playing at the level that I thought it was harder for me to be present in that moment. And so I think you do have to push yourself because I'm glad I did push myself because then I got to the level that I was okay with. And then I really can enjoy it. Like when I was going from Iceland to Lugano, I was really proud of myself and I really could enjoy every moment of it and then my first time around in Germany maybe I didn't I was overwhelmed by it I wasn't quite 
you know, I was a little bit shocked and, you know, a little bit like, oh my God, can I handle all this and stuff? Whereas, you know, or I was thinking about even the next step at that time. And so I think it's definitely is a mix of like, be present and be there, but make sure you get yourself to a place that you want to be present and relaxed in, you know, mm-hmm. like not settling. I didn't want to be present and relaxed in Iceland. I wanted to be somewhere else and I wanted to be at a better level. I thought I deserved better. And so I didn't really rest until that did happen. So now it's about resting in that moment for me and resting in that because I'm happy with the place of where I'm at in, in the league. So That's really well said. I really enjoyed that. I like I especially like what you said about this. I think it's one of the biggest, I don't know, problems, but it's one of the things you see a lot is like the, oh, I'll be happy when this happens. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, I'll be happy. And it's like, it can be as simple as like, oh, I'll be happy when Friday comes around and I'm not working yeah. and have the weekend. Or I'll be happy when I get this contract. Yeah. And I, it's, I think it's so important for players, for people in general to know that yeah, the trust the process thing gets thrown out a lot, but I think there's so much weight to it in terms of like being happy with the steps, knowing you want to go farther, like we've all said, but knowing that that's not going to just switch on and make you happy. It's about taking things, learning experiences, like you said, learning from which ones, you know, you could have maybe handled better or that you did really well and use that for the next contracts. I think that is all a part of this process. Yeah, because the downside of getting a contract that's going to make you happy, in quotations, is like getting hit in the face with a ton of books because then you're left with unhappiness in a place that you don't, you know, there's, so you, it's as important as you can to try to get to your realizations before you get them into the, in the physical world, Mm -hmm. you know, because, um, you know, like my coach, I had a meeting with her yesterday over some film and she was saying, you know, I'm a bit hard on myself. I'm a bit, you know, this and, She's like, I can tell that you have big ideas and this. And she was like, just relax. You're in the dream place. You're younger. I am, but you know, you're, you're not 35, you know, I'm 29. I'm able to just, just like enjoy the moment, relax, have a good time. And I think it's so nice to be reminded of that, even as a player who's been playing for a long time, because, you know, like sometimes everything you want, you already have, and you're thinking mm-hmm. down the road. And I have to remind myself that, like, I'm better at it now. But even my coach yesterday, I'm 29, she's telling me, and I'm thinking, I have everything I want right now. Like, I have, you know, everything that young Christina, when she was 17, dreamed of, you know, and you're thinking that you want something even better. It's so selfish. And so it's disrespectful to the place that you're at. So I think that's, if I could tell a young girl that, I would just tell her that, or a young man. How do you kind of balance doubt and confidence? I think what I learned the first time around in Germany was you are going to have bad days and you are going to have good days. And if you play overseas, then you will have maybe more bad days than you will have good days. And you just need to realize that. I don't think it's the case for me anymore now because I feel very accustomed to Europe and, you know, I feel I have family around and, and stuff, but you, I try to be like what we said earlier, I try to be as even keel as mm-hmm. I can and it's easier said than done but it's an active effort because otherwise you can get so caught up in one good day but you're playing overseas you might have three bad days mm-hmm. you know and so if you go based off those numbers then you're going to have a very difficult time so just 
if you were living in your home state, your home country, you'd also have good and bad days. And, you know, there are other factors to it. So just stay, try to stay as even keel as you can. Don't get caught up. And how have you, um, when going to new teams and new countries, how have you um, adapted to the culture or the team? Kind of, this is, like Dylan and I speak about it. When you're in a new place, this is your home. Like yeah. it's your home where our home is in New York, but like yeah. this is our new home and you have to think yeah. of it like that. And this isn't a vacation. You have to create friends and a group for people like this. When you have bad days, these are people you can hang out with maybe outside of the game and kind of get your mind off the game. Yeah, I think you guys seem to feel like it's something that's definitely been a learned process for me because I have a twin sister. And so I always had a built-in best friend and, you know, I was always playing and very good on my teams growing up, but I was, she was my social person who kind of brought me into the friend groups. And, you know, I was very much like, oh, I did my job. I played the games. I'm going to, you know, chill or this and that. So I think when you come in like this year, I made a, a conscious effort to go in with this as calm and energy as open to everyone and to be as understanding and to take things the least personal and to make the effort to when you get invited out the first time to go to dinner you always go if someone asks you for a car ride you always go and then you try to build that as soon as you can because then when the weather starts to turn or everyone starts tired and you can start to say no to these things you have a core a core bond that's that's given and to, to really drop your ego to really mm -hmm. drop your ego as much as you can coming into a new club because you have to respect the hometown girls who are working full-time and playing and you know you're sitting there as professional you're doing your job but you know go in there try to laugh don't get upset if they don't translate learn a few words and you know just try to make friends and mm -hmm. understand that you, you need to do those beginning steps to build those bonds you know and i think that's something i put more emphasis on now I think it's definitely a learning process too. Like Sean and I yeah. would both say we weren't like, even now, you know, sometimes you don't do it as well, but it's about being conscious about it and saying, yeah. how can I do this a little better? And yeah. I think each time you do it, like kind of, like you said, kind of using that yes rule, you start to open up your, your network a little bit and you start to yeah. open up your comfort zone a little bit. And then it's just easier to kind of adapt and make that place your home. Yeah, it actually starts to feel like a home, which I think is what it's one of the biggest blessings I've had with this group in, in MEP. And it feels like I'm in a home. You know, I feel like I have friends and it's, you know, it, it's, it makes all the world a difference because you don't feel like they only care about you based on what you do in the game or in training. It feels like you're actually a complete, complete human being, which really helps when you're playing overseas. Now, we, we spoke about it a bit before, but we like to have this theme throughout the podcast of having a direction and not an end point because that that end point or end goal isn't fulfilling, actually. It's about the process of getting there. And then once you get there, there's always going to be a place where you want to get to next. So yeah. where are you now and what direction do you want to go? I think where I am now is happy and very present. And then... I am reaching for goals, but it's goals within where I am right now. And so I think you can get to a team, you can get to a, I think your first goal as a player, I want to get to a league. Okay. You get to a league, you get a contract. And then now my focus is to be the best 
all my team to be the best in this space. And it's less focused out of leaving and more focused on like, okay, well, I think Germany is a very difficult place and a very demanding place for, for women's players and all players. And so I think now it's about how fast can I get up to speed? How fast can I do that? So it's, and I'm still very goal oriented and I find myself, you know, striving and it can be a bit harsh, but it's centrally located to what I'm presently doing. And so you can be goal and you can be wanting more, but if you can want more from yourself from where you are in the moment, I think it will serve you. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos. Those are great. But more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor. It doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>